the evil of corruption reaches into every corner of the world. Corruption lies at the heart of the most urgent problems we face. Welcome to Confidential Brief, where Chad Thomas takes you into the stories behind the issues facing our society. It's just past the midday mark. This is Confidential Brief, which is proudly brought to you by Rubber Roofs, the trusted name in roof waterproofing. You can find out more about them at www.rubberroofs.co.za. Well, it's the 26th of June. we well into the second half of the year. Coming up in a few weeks' time is Mandela Day, something we're going to be chatting about a little bit later in the show, finding out what people are going to be doing for Mandela Day. Everybody comes up with these wonderful ideas for once a year, and I like to remind them that just like Women's Day is one day, we should be looking at GBV every single day of the year. And just like people come up with these wonderful ideas on Mandela Day for 67 minutes, they should actually be applying that across the board for the entire Yeah. Now, in keeping with my promise, a couple of weeks ago, we chatted to a community in Norwood that were taking back their streets through business-led and funded initiatives. And my question to them was, what about areas that don't have moneyed individuals, that can't afford to outsource the policing function to security companies, countries um, abroad rely heavily on their police forces. South Africa, we've seen that the moneyed areas, suburbia, are now relying on private security and leaving their fellow South Africans to fend for themselves, areas that can't afford some of these initiatives that we're seeing in the more moneyed areas. And I said I was going to bring you an insert where we we would discuss with one of those areas, an area that's very close to us, not just in terms of location, but in close of in terms of the history of our country, in terms of the relationships we have with people from that particular suburb. So today we're going to be chatting in a couple of minutes to three community leaders from Alexandra. And we want to find out what's been happening on the ground in Alexandra because far too often we get caught up in our suburban life. We forget about what's happening a couple of kilometers away from our homes. We forget that while we're sleeping warm in our beds with private securities patrolling our suburbs, that our fellow South Africans, some of which live in abject poverty, don't have the same luxuries as us. And we are going into 30 years since the liberation of our country took place. We're talking about a suburb that Mandela called his home when he was just 22 years of age. And I want to know from the people of Alex themselves what's been happening in Alex and what we can do to make a difference. You're listening to Confidential Brief. I'd like to remind you, of course, as always, that the views expressed on the show aren't necessarily those of mine or that of station management. Confidential Brief is proudly brought to you by Rubber Roofs, the trusted name in roof waterproofing. There's a low-intensity war taking place in South Africa's oldest township, Alexandra. Many community patrollers have been attacked in recent months, and sadly, some of these um, patrollers have lost their lives at the hands of callous criminals. Alex is separated by a highway from the wealthiest suburb in Africa, yet so many of Alexandra's residents live in abject poverty. Joining me today is Linda Twala, fondly known as the father of Alexandra. Tata Linda was born to one of the original residents of Alex. Also joining us is Alfred Rotokolo, who we'll be referring to 
as Bulldog because that's that's what he's known as. Um, Bulldog is the deputy secretary of the Alex Community Policing Forum and has been a member since the CPF's inception way back in 1996 and has been fighting crime and working closely with the community. Our third guest and the final person of our panel today is Lawrence Ruele, who is a personal assistant and apprentice to Tate Linda. When we arrived and, and while we were off air, um, Tate Linda gave me a document regarding Mandela Day, which is coming up on the uh, 18th of July. And he, he, in this heartfelt message to the community and other communities, he writes there, I have been serving God's children since 1967 when I buried a destitute Gorgo we knew as Ma Shabalala. My mother used to share with what little we had with Gorgo Shabalala, even though we were not related. Her legacy continues on through me as we assist without prejudice. We do not choose who God sends us for help with more than 5,000 people coming to us per month, including directly to my home, where I also have a small reading club and the community can come collect whatever food or clothing we might have to spare. Tata Linda, thank you for that. Um, that in itself expresses your desire to assist a community that's been around for so very long, played such an integral part of our history, and you've been helping the community since 1967. If you had to compare the Alex of today... To the Alex from then Of course we now live in a liberated country And we no longer have apartheid But what are the people like? What has changed in terms of the way people conduct themselves From what you remember all those years ago To what you're experiencing now? Firstly let me thank the Jewish community For coming to our rescue Because most of the time Whenever we are having problems they are there with us all the way. The problem that we are encountering in Alexandra, we, in fact, during our times, you'd never dare smoke or drink in, in public. But these days, you know, people are drinking left and right, and our, our, our township is becoming un, uncontrollable. And yet we live next to the richest suburb, Sentin. Sentin was established in 1975, and it breaks my heart to say Alexandra was meant for 60,000 families, but to date we are more than a million in a square mile. Bulldog, these these figures are scary. Um, I, I don't know. I, I get the feeling sometimes when we see all these skyscrapers going up and we see all these new buildings being being being. Um, erected that people are being forgotten in South Africa. We tend to forget about those that paid the ultimate price during the struggle mm. and those that built our country that live in Alex. Why do you think, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but why, why do I get the perception that people have forgotten about Alex? No, the only thing that is one of the problems is the bylaws. Bylaws are not being followed. That's why you see everyone, they even build on the, on the pavement. So that's the problem that we are facing. If the bylaws were working, we were not going to be in this type of a, pla- of a place. But Bulldog, it's more than just bylaws. Tata spoke about the fact that people smoke and drink in public. 
um, when you were growing up, when I was growing up, we wouldn't even smoke or drink in front mm. of an elder. Mm. Um, so there's this, there's this respect issue that seems to be disappearing. But then we get to talk about the more serious aspect about patrollers being killed trying to look after their areas. What is happening? Right. What's happened? The, actually, the patrollers are a prerogative of the CPF. It's a project of the CPF. It is now that there are this, uh, some of these patrollers, they don't want to be under the CPF, but the job they are doing, don't get me wrong, they are doing excellent. The only thing is they don't want to be controlled. We've got the CPF patrollers, that has to go by patrol, you have to go with the police. But now they are on their own, they don't want to be under, maybe to be looked after by the police. That's where this, this small thing problem rise, arises. But we are still communicating with them. We called them. We spoke to them. Please make sure you take fingerprints and make sure you send the code of conduct because the CPF is the only legislated body that looks after these crime issues in the township. If they can just change a little bit so that whenever they are going to patrol, they book in on the OB and when they go out, they book out so that we can know as the community who is looking after us because this one's everyone just do as they wish so, but we are talking to them. Bulldog Tata said something interesting. He said from 60,000 families, there's a million plus people. That is a small area. How is it possible that your patrollers are able to police so many people? To tell the truth, it's very hard. But with a block-to-block uh, system, it's easy because once you patrol where you stay, you are known. Any newcomer will be seen and then he'll be asked where you're coming from and all that. But the only thing we need to be checked to know who are we. So that when we patrol, we mustn't go, go to patrol drunk or assaulting people. Some of these things is because when things are reported to this patrol, they just, they just shambok people. Some of them are living, are living, uh, uh, losing their, their lives. That's why maybe it's a revenge, you find people shooting the patrollers. But we are talking to the community. It's our duty as the CPF to do that. We're talking about community policing forums, patrollers, and what we as a community, as neighbors to Alexandria, can do to help them. When we come back, we're going to carry on our conversation with Tata Linda and Bulldog and chatting to Lawrence, especially about new technology and initiatives that can be taken within the Alex environment to try overcome some of the challenges faced by the organizations that have been created by Tata Linda by the CPF under the Deputy um, Secretary Generalship of um, Bulldog and how these problems can be addressed and hopefully in some instances eradicated. We'll be back straight after this message. Confidential Brief is proudly brought to you by Rubber Roofs, the trusted name in roof waterproofing. I'm very fortunate today to be joined in studio by a living legend, um, Tata Linda. He's joined by Bulldog, who's been involved with the Community Policing Forum in Alex since 1996, the inception. And we have somebody from a new generation of activists joining us in studio, um, Lawrence. Tata Linda, we see that the Premier is taking an initiative. He's trying to 
help the fight against crime by rolling out a new system of wardens. Now, I know Alex well from the 90s, and then it was a difficult place to navigate. The growth that it's experienced from the 90s until now has been exponential. I would not like to try to respond to a crime in that area because it must be so very difficult. What's been done to help navigate the roads to be able to make sure that addresses are known so that if there is a crime being committed, at least the authorities know where to go? You know, the other problem that we're encountering is that uh, some people have forgotten where we come from. And I'm saying this because I'm making an appeal through you guys that you should invite the Premier Makura, I mean Premier Banyazar Sufi, because we want wardens to be incorporated into our policing forum and into our patrollers and to our CPF because they don't know all the dynamics of the township. So if that can be done so that at the end of the day, they can also get a little stipend for themselves. If you want to catch a thief, get a thief to come and do the job and you'll succeed in this battle. So, Lawrence, let's talk about Alex as a suburb. It's a very small area, extremely densely populated, very difficult to navigate. And like we've spoken about in the past, block watchers, street wardens have made a difference. And now there's a patroller system in place. But surely with the amount of technology that's out there, there's other initiatives that can be taken to help the people of Alex. Uh, most definitely. Good afternoon and thank you for the opportunity. Uh, before I touch on that, I just need to thank the Jewish community, particularly um, Fides A, King David Linksfield and um, um, Africa Tikkun. I also need to thank um, Keeping the Wolf from the Door, uh, particularly them, because over the years they've stood with Bob Tala but also have carried on in our standing with me. Um, in Alex, uh, we've got the Kassif Family Library, which was donated by the Jewish community, which allows us to now teach our children um, morals, and not only that, to teach them how to read and write, and also to explore the fun world of being in a library. And we also then started the Alexandra Youth Swimming Academy, which was our fight towards um, what's happening in Alex in terms of drowning and water safety and so forth. So we are very, very, very closely related, and thank you very much. Um, now, to what you've been saying regarding how the CPF works and how the police works and how we can fight crime, um, there's a number of issues in Alex. Um, the first one isn't that we are overcrowded, although we do need land. The main thing is that we don't have a structured or organized um, entity or anything where everybody agrees or where we where we don't have a, a, a crime hotline where you can just call somebody and report a crime and even if you do you don't have the backup or, or the team behind it to fulfill that request of you know I need help the house is burning down I'm being mugged um, there's a baby choking on something so um, amongst all the things that we've been doing and asking for help I came across these lovely people at Awe um, now Awe means hello hi and it's also a greeting that's used in the township. But now with this app, it allows us to do a number of things which I feel would assist our community. We'll be test driving it in my street. Um, and when I say my street, uh, in Alex, the only way for anything to work is for the community to bandy together with all the other structures, be it CPF, be it government, be it the corporate um, 
um, you know, sector across the road from us in Santon or in Greenstone, Modifontine, Glen Hazel, wherever. But the community has to come together first. Otherwise, there's no way you're going to 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 win over the the battle of crime and and all these people that come to Alex and do whatever they want. So, to fight that, we're starting it at the bottom. A clear communication where we have a street of people that are all on the same app that allows us to do a number of things. If we have a fire, you press uh, on the app. There's a little button icon. You can press for fire and emergency services. Uh, automatically, it'll send a message to uh, emergency services, but also to a number of selected people. You could select a community leader. You could select your CPF leader. You could select your ward committee leader, depending on what agreement you as the community have come up with. So where I live, um, which is 13th Avenue, uh, our community has come together uh, for a number of things. Firstly, to clean and beautify Alex. You can't keep Alex safe and secure if it's dirty because even rats hide amongst the dirt. So first we started by cleaning. We need a lot of help with that especially. We need cement, we need bricks, we need paint, we need all sorts of things. But then on top of that, um, we had WhatsApp groups that we were using to report all sorts of things, be it crime, um, bylaw infringements, um, broken lights, etc. But because there's so many people and there's so many groups, sometimes a message will take too long before it gets to the right person. So what the app allows you to do is to put all of this and bundle it into one um, one incident report that gets sent to the relevant authorities. But also it sends that same report to the people that are interested. So if I'm the admin person on this side, I can see exactly what's going on. It allows us to do all sorts of things, but also for the CPF and for the patrollers, where perhaps they don't meet, they can meet through the app. It allows you to track exactly where the problem is happening. So even if you get a panic alarm, it can pinpoint you exactly where we are. Um, Because in Alex, we have a big problem where we can't tell the street numbers. It's not like in in Glen Hazel or in Lingsfield where you've got a gold sign on your door, number 30. Uh, So these are some of the things that we have to fix as well. Uh, We have to fix uh, the line of sight issue as well. Because of we, we are in a very compacted area, we can't quite see everything that's happening because there's too many of us. So with this technology, we'll be doing a number of things, including drones and cameras, PTZs, um, so that we can do what was done here in this area, which is be proactive, similar to what GAP and CAP were doing, but we'll do that through the community, and we need the help of the police, we need the help of the CPF, we need the help of the Premier and the Wardens. and But most importantly, we need the help of the community that's listening and at home in Alex. We all have to work together. And it has to be a block-by-block block thing where you have to look at your own street, look at what's happening in your own house, and then that's how we fight crime. Bulldog, I think I've just heard the manifesto of a young politician. No, never. <laughs> with a great future ahead of him. I'm apolitical completely. This, I must stress this, that. This generation, they understand the need of technology. He's well spoken. He's getting the message out there. For us older folk, um, hearing about apps, hearing about all these different things, we've seen that they've worked in other areas. How do you relay that to the people on the ground, blah, bulldog, that they must join something like AWARE so that they can be aware of what's going on around them? Okay, thanks. We went also as the CPF to AWARE offices in uh, Midrand. It's a good thing. We are talking to 
we spoke to the police, but now you know how the stages of the police, uh, uh, how it has to go. They'll tell you up until it goes to national. We don't know how they are going to agree. Another thing that uh, as the CPF, we, we, we would like some help from is, is the uniform. Because in Alex, people are, we've got a, we are working on it with the poor of the poorest. This patroller, CPF itself has got 250 patrollers. But to get them, just the beeps, not uh, fancy clothes. The beeps will be recognizable by, by the community. Friday night and Saturday night every week we are on the street. But we've got the street patrols also. I'll never say I'm looking for, for the 250 ones. Also for people in, to give also people on the street. The only problem is I haven't got a data of this street patrollers, but we are busy with their leaders to make sure that they give us the data. The uniform, uh, the torches. But as long as it can be something that can be recognizable. As Bob Linda was saying about uh, Mandela Day, we have taken an initiative that on the 18th, we are going to clean our police station. If we can have somebody with a paint that can help us with a paint, we can paint the police station to make it look nice as the CPF. Then for those 80 minutes, but we will go beyond that. Because also to, to, to paint the cells to make sure people, even if they are arrested, they can live in a, in a clean place. Dignity. Dignity, dignity for all. even if somebody is perceived to be wrong, but he has to be respected. Dignity is so important, and that was part of, of the liberation. And I must be honest with you, when I sit here and I hear about what we take for granted in suburbia, um, everything that Lawrence listed just now, and that our neighbors are lacking that, it makes me feel that we've lost the spirit of Ubuntu across South Africa. Sure. We are missing something. We spoke about the lack of respect for the elders. We spoke about the fact that people just feel that they can ignore bylaws. We've spoken about the fact that there's no support for various structures that have been implemented and for leaders that have been around since the 60s. Tata, do you think we can win this battle? Do you think with the support, because Lawrence is going to give us a wish list just now, (laughs) but do you think with the support we can overcome this? Do you think that we can see a change for our generation um, in respect of the way we are seeing people conducting themselves and this this shocking rise in crime? I think we can succeed in this battle of uh, helping people. My, ap- my appeal would be help us save lives. We We are on our way out and we have our children who are going to take the pattern from us and run with it. We took the pattern from Mandela and we ran with it. Now there's a problem. We've got people on, who are doing human trafficking, selling drugs, selling, what is it? That, uh, public, public, to our children. And these people are busy destroying our nation. And some of these guys are busy chasing people who are selling tomatoes instead of chasing people who are destroying our future leaders. Who's going to lead this country when we've passed on? So we've got a major problem in Alexandra, and I'm appealing, please help us save lives. Prabhudog, I see in this letter from um, Tate Linda where he mentions that there is an addiction problem in Alex. He's mentioning that there's a scourge of 
um, teenage pregnancies. There's a lot of single mothers. Mm. But addiction comes to mind here because he's, he specifically says that there's people suffering with addiction. So he's not pointing out that those addicts are a problem to the community. He's talking that the community sees their suffering and wants to alleviate their suffering. What do we do about the fact that there's such a massive influx of illegal drugs? Sure. We have the, the only the problem with the drugs is as the community, if you are somebody with the drugs, a member of community cannot do it because they are going to tell you you tempered with it. It needs the police themselves. But now, somebody can be arrested with the drugs now. But tomorrow is out. You don't know what's happening because to fight with this thing of drugs, it needs special special specialists. So it needs the police to do their job. But now the problem is, we don't know how can we help. As the community, you can see, even if you go with you now to the township, we can say, here's a drug dealer, they'll arrest him. If they find something, we don't know how they operate. That's where the problem lies. It's not like when somebody has stolen a radio or a TV where we can take him to, to the police station. With the drugs, it's a problem. It needs special, special people. Is it bad in your area at the moment? No, Alex, is bad. Are we seeing a growth in it? Is it is it is it hardcore drugs that children are stealing from their parents? Straight. Even these guys who are pulling the trolls on the street. It's a shame to what is happening. When I grew up here in Alex, it wasn't like that. I I, I took over, I mean I'm following Bablinda. He's the one who's one of the people who are who are my mentors. Two weeks, uh, one month, I'll be 62 years. So the way you grew up, that's not how things are working. We used to listen. But now because of these drugs and all that, people, th- when you talk, they say we are making a living. Making a living by killing people. Drugs are, are killing. So if there can be a way, because we don't want people to take law into their own hands, People are saying we'll rather chase them away. Chasing them away, they know they are going to burn their houses, there, which is not right. But now it needs this one needs the police to police, especially the drug-related issues. We're going to go to break in a few minutes, and then we're going to chat to Lawrence. And we know that Lawrence has got a nice wish list, and he's going to be asking very nicely for a lot of stuff that I'm sure we can all assist with. But before we go to break, I want to ask uh, Tati Linda. About the the upcoming event on the 18th, how people can get involved, how they need to get involved, and where they need to drop off things, and what they can do come the 18th of July. Well, uh, whoever wants to help, they can call me or call Lawrence, because what we need is to give out food parcels on that day, and of course to get our young chaps to start painting. In our streets, but what I wanted to, to 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 say now is the what do they call it the the, the, the Solly Crock, who's from the Jewish community. If he has managed to come and sleep in Alexandra, the day you want us to succeed in getting more land so that we can be able to detensify Alexandra, I'm inviting parliamentarians to come and sleep in Alexandra. If Croc did it at that age, is about 90-something, and why can't they do it? Want them to come and sleep in Alexandria and all the sheikhs, I'll, I'll, I'll be watching over them. 
and no, nothing must be used to 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 kill rats or whatever. Yeah, they must not fumigate. They must just sleep in a shack, and when it's raw, and we will be there to watch over them. I tell you, after that, it will. I think it will take us three days or a few days. We will get land, which is not far from Alex, Frankenwald, Limbro Park. Those are the places that we have earmarked for Alexandra. We can't be living like sardines in Alexandra. Yet there is land around us. A very valid point. People are living on top of each other when there is land available, and this land should be made available by the Department of Human Settlements. And Department of Human Settlements should be doing a hell of a lot more. And perhaps with the assistance of civil society and a push from our community, people will start seeing the woods for the trees and understanding that by looking after our neighbors, we are looking after ourselves. And that is something I raised last week with regards to Ramaphosa's visit to Ukraine and Russia. As much as I appreciate the efforts he's making in bringing about peace, charity begins at home. And we seem to have forgotten about our own problems at home. And until those problems are addressed, we need to keep out of other people's politics and address the concerns right here in our backyard. We'll be back straight after this. Confidential Brief is proudly brought to you by Rubber Roofs, the trusted name in roof waterproofing. We've been chatting to Tatalinda Brabudog and to the new generation represented by Lawrence today about the needs in Alex and the fact that Alex is going to go technological. They are going to bring technology to their people so that their people can join this, this technological drive to, to become a part of the rest of the people of our country. The fact is we rely on technology in suburbia. Um, the authorities are beginning to rely more and more and more on technology, yet this community has to take the initiative by themselves because nobody has been supporting them in that. We heard from Bra Bulldog about the basics not being provided in respect of the patrollers. There's 250 people who put their lives on the line who don't have the most basic of equipment. So I'm going to hand over to Lawrence so he can tell us how we can help them so that it becomes us in fighting the crime in Alex and what they will need from us so that we can put together this Our Way project. Yeah, so we need a number of things. Um, firstly, I need to stress that how we're getting this right is that all of us sitting here, we all are accountable to our communities for everything that we do. We're transparent with everything that we do. Um, even when we receive a donation, Whoever needs to know will need to know, and they will know, and it's public knowledge. And also, if we don't do something correctly, we get into trouble. It's not where we can just do whatever we want and then it gets brushed under the carpet. So that's the big difference. So, um, again, I heard the, the, the whole issue of people not clocking on and clocking off and all of that. Technology will allow us to make sure and keep an eye on all of those things, when a person um, was where they were. Um, and so... Firstly, the biggest thing that I feel we need help with is for everybody to look at Putadi Chaba, which is Bablinda Twala's organization, and see what they do, um, along with all the other NGOs. The first thing is the social aspect. We need to please take care of our elderly and the disabled and the disenfranchised single parents, particularly the Gogos. 
um, with what's coming up on the 18th of May and beyond, please, we need lots of blankets. We need food parcels consisting of um, the, the, the staple foods, things that are um, non-perishable. So your tinned foods, um, your soy, sugar, flour, because they also make maguinya, fat cakes. Um, that's what happens in Alex. But then on top of that, we've got youth that we work with. So we're looking for all sorts of opportunities there, be it a bursary, be it clothing. Um, please contact us, speak to us. We've got all sorts of needs. Uh, diesel for the vehicles. That, I would say, is Bablinda Tala's biggest challenge, that he doesn't tell people. Uh, because although we can get a call to come and collect a thousand uniforms in Pretoria, if our vehicles are broken down or they don't have any diesel in there, then that's a problem. Um, thank you again to Africa Tikkun for sponsoring Putadi Chaba with a vehicle. It's taken a massive load off of our shoulders. Uh, the same with Rotary. It's another organization of people that comes together whenever we need help. Uh, they built the Putadi Chaba Center along with the Labna family, um, Africa Tikkun, um, uh, Herbie, who, who was it, Baba? Herbie Rosenberg, um, Dr. Bertie Labna, um, and so these are people that know that you have to go to Alex, speak to an Alexandrian, and that's the only way that you can fix the problem. But the biggest thing as well is it has to go somewhere where it's accountable for whatever they say they will do. So like Putadi Chaba, I'm a leopard of Putadi Chaba. We have three committees, um, the elephants, the lions, and the leopards. The elephants are our most senior citizens, eight years and above. Um, they are reported to by the lions. Bablinda Twala is a lion. Um, they start from the age of 45 going above, so the same with Bulldog. And then myself, I would be a leopard. And so we report to the lions, we report to the elephants. And then we've got kids that we look after, and we call them our cubs. The sea lions are the ones that swim, and the cubs are the ones at the Kassif family library. So this hierarchy, we make sure that everybody um, reports to the other one what's going on. So absolutely anything. Shoes. We need shoes. If anybody's got tires for the trucks that we use, if you've actually got a truck and you don't use it, please, absolutely anything. Um, per month, on minimum, we serve five to 10,000 people easy. And we don't just serve Alexandra. Um, Alex is the mother of all townships, mother of all continents. So we help people in Rabi Ridge. We help people all the way in Togoza. We help people in um, in Val area. Baba's even gone as far as Mozambique and Malawi helping people. So whatever it is, even if it means that we need to come in and sit down with a corporate, we do have a PBO number and we are a registered NPO, meaning that corporate or an individual can donate to our organization and claim back from SARS up to 10% of their annual income, um, whether they donated in kind or if there's things that they've donated and have invoiced out to us. We do have the relevant paperwork. But on top of that, we've got a network of other organizations that we work with. We don't claim to do everything. And you can never do anything by yourself. So even security uniforms that the CPF needs, call us, please. We'll put you in touch with them. If there's any handcuffs, if there's baton sticks, if you'd like to sponsor people and take them for Sira, the, the, the list does not stop. Pot plants, paint, bricks, cement, corrugated roof iron, because we have fire victims and flood victims that we work with. Um, this is all volunteer work. We don't get paid for this, and that's the big thing. It's the community coming together, and if we have to build a house, we build a house together. And yeah, we just need help from the outside world. 
Um, and in terms of aware, that gives us that whole accountability and transparency thing. Um, there's nobody who's going to be walking around with an aware app and we don't know where they are. So even the patrollers will be kept safe and the people in their houses will be kept safe. But at the end of the day, when you report something, you know who read it, who it went to, who reported, who did what. And so that way we can start minimizing that veil of secrecy that everybody hides under. The criminals live in our yards. The criminals live in our streets. We're related to these criminals. There are mothers, there are brothers, there are sisters, there are cousins. And the fact that they live with us in these yards and we haven't handed them over to the police, this is how I think we'll fight. And, and it, it starts at home. And that's the only way we'll get it right. So, yeah. Well, Lawrence, thank you. You've encapsulated a lot of what's needed, and I'm sure there's still more. Um, we're going to be uploading all of the details of the organization to all of our social media sites. Thank you. A recording of this show will be uploaded as well and shared as a podcast. Tata, in closing, of course, from my side, I want to thank you for, for looking after my neighbors for such a very long time. And neighbors are meant to look after one another. You've done it in the literal sense. And we as, as neighbors need to also start looking after one another. We are a country. We seem to have lost that spirit of Ubuntu. We need to get it back. Um, we only hear about negativity. These are positive things that have been going on for a long time to help a community. Any last words, Tata? Well, uh, I'd like to say thank you and thanks ever so much for this opportunity. All I can say now, please come to our rescue. We're having so many fire victims in Alexandra. When I'm getting back home, people will be waiting for me, asking for food, blankets, whatever they can get. So I'm just making an appeal that we also need another Meals on Wheels if they can also help us on that one. Thank you and God bless. Thank you, Tata. Bra Bulldog. Yes, uh, those who want to help us, please, it can go through Putetichaba for, so that I don't say, because in the CPF we are going in and out, but Putetichaba is there. If Whatever they want to help for, for these security things, it can go via Putetichaba, then we'll get it from Bablinda. He has never disappointed. Thanks a lot. Hoping that, uh, I don't know whether you'll be, you are having my number, though I must just leave my number. I'm going to be posting everybody's contact details on the um, social media. Okay. Lawrence is going to be contacting me after the show, and we're going to add it to the podcast link so people know how to get in touch. Okay. Um, I'm going to say thank you to Bulldog, also known as Alfred Latakolo, yes. because he's more well-known as, as, as Bulldog, um, to, to Lawrence Ruele, who has taken on this um, this challenge as one of the, the young leopards, and, of course, under the leadership of the great elephant himself, uh, Tata Linda Twale. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm looking forward to seeing you all on the 18th. I'm going to come join you in um, Alex at the, the, the first home from home for, for Tata Badiba. And, of course, we're going to be pushing for the support of the communities. And my show in particular looks at ways in which to help from a crime perspective. Right. So if there's people that we can mentor, we will see what we can do to assist them because it doesn't just help to, to see a suspect and try apprehend that suspect. We also have to understand how that suspect fits in from an intelligence perspective. We have to understand their workings, their mechanisms, who they are working with so we can shut them down once and for all.
Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm looking forward to seeing you on the 18th. Uh, Confidential Brief Radio Show Facebook page, together with my LinkedIn profile, will share the podcast and the contact details. The FM page, as well as the FM website, will be posting the podcast together with contact details via Lawrence. And um, please do your bit to assist. I'm going to be reminding you each and every week until we hit the 18th. Thank you so very much for joining us um, on Confidential Brief today. We'll be back same time, same place, right here. And just a reminder that Confidential Brief was proudly brought to you by Rubber Roof, the trusted name in roof waterproofing.